Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Sumit, and welcome to Baller Talk, I guess. It's going to be my first episode. Never really never really done this before. Uh, it's kind of weird just talking to yourself, but hey, let's give it a shot. I guess I'll say some interesting stuff, you know? But yeah, today I'm going to just be giving my like initial reactions or just initial thoughts to the Seahawks draft pick today. And it's been a relatively quiet draft for the Seahawks. They've only, they came into the draft with only three picks. Uh, no first-round picks, so didn't really have much to talk about yesterday in terms of the Seahawks. But today, rounds two and three, uh, Seahawks had pick number 56 in the second round. So with the 56th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Seattle Seahawks selected Dwayne Eskridge, wide receiver, out of Western Michigan University. So at first, you know, I wasn't really a fan of this pick, right? Uh, I, I obviously hadn't heard about this guy in all my like dra- pre-draft scouting. You know, his name never came up. I, I did hear he uh, had a pretty nice senior bowl performance. So I don't know. But picking a wide receiver when there's some good centers on the board, I just really wasn't a fan of at first. But, you know, I did, I did some research. And, um, you know, looking at the needs of the Seattle Seahawks, I, I think, you know, I, I've definitely changed my mind. I'm really a fan of this guy. And I guess before I outline, like, why I love this pick, I'll just go over some of the needs I thought Seattle needed to address in this offseason. And wide receiver was definitely one of them. But this guy, Dwayne Eskridge, can do so much more than just play wide receiver. Because, you know, Seattle, we already got Metcalf and Lockett. So I think Eskridge, he'll be, he'll be something else. Like, like, not just a wide receiver. He can run those jet sweeps, end arounds, something that hasn't been there in the Seattle's offense. And he can also run special teams, you know. Seattle really hasn't had their uh, a solid, like, number one kick return guy since Lockett used to return kicks back in, like, 2017, 2018. So, uh, you know, going into this draft, some of the biggest needs I think Seattle needed to address were offensive line, you know, because of the tensions with Russell Wilson. And, uh, you know, we we did a pretty good job addressing that, like through trades and uh, free agency. And not going to lie, the offensive line, it it really wasn't that much of a problem last year. Uh, I I think the starting five, it's it's really not going to be that bad. Uh, We got Dwayne Brown. perennial all-pro level tackle and opposite of him we got Brandon Shell playing right tackle and Brandon Shell you know look at his pro football focus grades and shit like, like it's not that bad he's not that bad and inside we traded a fifth round pick for Gabe Jackson who is pro bowl tier offensive guard he and he really fits the Seattle like mentality of the tough left guard that you want and Damian Lewis uh, who we drafted last year in the third round he's going to be a starter for years to come on his cheap rookie deal. He's, he was all rookie team last year. So, you know, things are looking bright for the O-line. I think the only really th- position of need on the line was center. And again, that's that's why I was pissed at this pick f- at first because there were so many nice centers on the board that I wanted and we weren't really able to pick them. But you know what? I, I think in the coming, uh, I think tomorrow in rounds four through seven, Seattle will definitely address that position. Just mark my words. I think we'll see something happen there. But yeah, uh, some of the other needs I, I really wanted Seattle to address were linebacker and cornerback. So cornerback, Shaquille Griffin walked in for agency, and I, I think drafting a cornerback is still a top priority. And, you know, I, I wasn't really a fan of a few of the cornerbacks still on the board, and I think, like, uh, the competition approach Pete Carroll wants to take with some of the, like, project guys like Akella Witherspoon that he signed, I, I don't think that's going to pan out. So I, I, I think we need a... 
address it somehow. Ideally, you know, this is probably just the Seahawks fan in me, but ideally I'd sign Richard Sherman. You know, I don't know about the feasibility or the reality of that thought, but you know what? I'm all for it. You know, if Richard Sherman wants to come back and mentor some of the younger guys we got on the roster, bro, I'm all for it. But yeah, and finally, before I go back to Eskridge, uh, another need the Seahawks needed to address was linebacker. And that's because K.J. Wright still remains unsigned. So I, I, I feel like you don't really need to touch linebacker in the draft because you got some young guys like Cody Barton, uh, BBK, that could start potentially next year. But you know what? Just re-sign K.J., give him the money he needs, and that, that hole is filled for you guys. Yeah, and that, that brings me to my last uh, hole on the Seahawks roster that we need to address. And it was clear that you know after David Moore walked, even before he walked in free agency and went to the Panthers, that the Seahawks needed a solid wide receiver three to complement Metcalf and Lockett. Because, you know, at the end of the season last year, the offense just went stale, completely stale. And it, uh, it's just the lack of dynamic weapons on the offense combined with like the extremely vanilla scheme that we ran. It just made us easy to figure out. So I think adding somebody like Eskridge will definitely help out. Who, uh, somebody who can, again, run those gadget plays, uh, not, not exactly confined to the position of wide receiver. He can play in the slot. He can play outside. So I really think having somebody as versatile as Eskridge is really going to help out, especially in Shane Waldron's new scheme, the new offensive coordinator. I, I think he'll, he's gonna, just going to fit in so well. But yeah, uh, we needed a wide receiver three. And we needed a kick returner for sure. And Eskridge, you know, how versatile he is, I feel like he, he fills that need so perfectly, man. And, you know, so what if we didn't draft a center? There, there's always, uh, we still got two picks tomorrow. I'm sure we're going to do something. But, you know, what? if not, I'm fine. I'm fine, I'm fine with it. Because we got Ethan Posich, who started, uh, started for LSU, I think. And he was an All-American at LSU. And he, he, he can play center. He played last year. He played pretty well last year before he got that concussion in Week 7. So... If, if Ethan Postage wants to run it back at center, I'm, I'm all for it. So, yeah, uh, all in all, I'm really a fan of this pick. You know, a lot of a lot of Hawks fans like me, we might not have liked it at first, bro, but this Eskridge kid can ball. He's fast as shit, dude. He runs a 4-3-40, and, you know, complimenting Lockett and Metcalf, who also run 4-3-40s, like, bro, how, how are you going to guard all three of those guys, man? Metcalf's like 6-4, 4-3, but this guy, I, I, he's a little short. Eskridge is a little short, but, you know, with people already having to worry about Lockett and Metcalf burning them downfield, you know, Eskridge is a great uh, <laughs> Eskridge is a great, He's a great uh, yards after catch guy. So I really think he's going to be a problem for defenses to come uh, for for years to come. And yeah.